It's time to get your shit together with the Gist of It podcast. The honest, straight-talking mental health and mindset podcast from Gist Coaching with your host, Chris Piercy. One of the most important things, particularly in the early stages, is you to accept that the relationship is over. And this can be a really, really hard thing to do. And you know, one thing that you, you're going to do this, you've probably even done it already, but the idea of begging someone or pleading or trying to convince them logically or something that the relationship shouldn't be over, you, know, you need to stop doing that as soon as you possibly can. Um, because for, for many reasons, first of all, because, you know, if the person you're breaking, you've broken up with probably hasn't come to this decision like lightly. It's probably been a very difficult decision for them as well. So, you know, but if they come to that decision, it doesn't feel as if, you know, all of a sudden, well, actually, have you considered this point? And all of a sudden they change their mind and everything's kind of rosy, you know, and if you did beg them to be with you, if you did plead for them to like things to be back to, you know, let's, let's make things work. If that was the case and they just changed their mind, snap decision, is that a relationship you really want to be in? Where you feel like you've had to beg to be with someone. In a relationship, you should be on level things. It should not be like this or like this. It should be level. So if you've pleaded and begged to be with someone and they said, oh, all right then, you are going to be constantly trying to do everything you possibly can to not upset that person and make them as happy as they possibly can be, which is great, but this could well be at the detriment to your own personal needs. Because if you're in this level relationship, the other person should be doing just as much to you and for you. So by begging and pleading and saying, oh no, we shouldn't be over, you can create an even worse dynamic than the one you were in before. I'm not saying that, you know, you can't get back together or won't get back together, but accepting that it's over in the early stages is the best way forward, regardless of whether you end up staying apart or whether you get back together. It also shows you have self-worth because there's not begging, begging to be with someone. How much self-worth are you going to have if you are there on your knees pleading to be with another person? To accept that it's over, don't beg, don't plead, and as painful as it is, just say, this is the end of it. One of the ways in which you can help yourself with accepting that things are over is by starting to refer to your ex as my ex. So rather than say, and catch yourself, sometimes you know you say, oh, my partner, and you realise that you're not together anymore, is to say, oh, no, sorry, we're broken up my ex, and to, in conversation, say, my ex, and just kind of drill into your brain that this isn't your partner anymore, this isn't your you know, your husband or your wife or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whatever, it's your ex. So referring to them as my ex is a really powerful way to just start the ball rolling in terms of getting acceptance going. Cut all but essential contact as soon as possible. In order to move on from a breakup and move on from you know the feelings you have for a person, that person needs to be in your life as little as possible. Breakups are rarely anything but traumatic. They're full of turmoil. They're they're a roller coaster, um, and any contact you have with your ex is going to kind of is very unlikely 
to smooth things over and make them feel better. If anything, it's just going to stir the pot and you know, bring those emotions bubbling to the surface. This is why I strongly recommend cutting all contact, all but essential contact with your ex as soon as possible. So that means you talk about logistical things, you talk about financial things, you talk about legal things, you talk about childcare. Other than that, you haven't got anything to say to each other. So you don't ask how their day is, you don't, you know, tell them that you've seen something and it's reminded you of them. You don't, you don't, you don't do any of that. If it's not essential that you contact them, then you don't contact them. But you're not in control of how much they contact you. So if they are still contacting you, then you can not respond at all. You have no obligation to do so. Or you can just simply say, I prefer it if from now on we only speak about and whatever it is, essential things, or you can say childcare or whatever the, the things are. So from now on, I prefer it if we only speak about this. And if they still try and talk about the things, you can just simply send the same message again and then send the same message again if they try again and keep sending that same stock answer, have it copy and pasted and ready so that if they try to kind of bring contact back again, you say, I'd rather we just talk about this. I'd rather we just talk about this, keep it going. And it, it will get boring for them eventually because maybe they're trying to check up on you because they feel guilty about what's, what they've done. Maybe they're trying to get back into your life. But what's important, no matter what happens in the future, is that you feel in a better place and a more steady place before anything like that happens. The harsh truth is that you do not owe them anything right now. And you need to concentrate on yourself before anything else. Unfollow them, unfriend them. This is kind of like the modern day nail in the coffin. Unfriending them on Facebook, changing your relationship status on Facebook to single, uh, or just removing it entirely so it's hidden. Uh, unfollowing on Instagram and any other social media so that you know you just only contact them you know through through a phone so you don't see anything about what's going on in their life and they didn't see anything about what's going on in your life either. By doing this and taking the upper hand, it removes the temptation as well to be checking up and seeing what they're doing because there isn't actually any benefit whatsoever for you to check up on what they're doing. Let's look at the two different possibilities. Uh, option one, you when you check on them, you see them out having a great time. Maybe you see them with someone else. Maybe you see them just smiling and happy and then you feel shit about yourself because you see how happy they are without you and that's not going to feel right. Because let's be honest, they're only going to post really, really happy stuff. You know, that's what's very, very likely to happen if they post anything at all. The other option is that you see that they're posting really sad stuff, less likely, but they're posting really sad stuff. And then that's going to make you feel like there's still a chance for you and they feel sad about things. And then that maybe you should get in contact with them to see if there is still a chance and blah, 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 blah. Again, not going to be helpful. Or the third option, which I forgot about, is that they haven't posted anything at all, which leads you to thinking, why haven't they posted anything? What's going on with them? Which is going to make you feel shit. So no advantage at all, no benefit whatsoever of checking up on them. So unfriend, unfollow. The one argument against this is if you have children together and maybe you want to see you know, the pictures that your ex posts, like what your children are doing, what they're up to. Um, 
and I can understand that, um, very much understand that. Um, however, long term, do you really want to be seeing the memories that your ex and your children are creating together, or is it better to be creating your own special moments with your children? Another thing you might do along the lines of this is to unfriend or unfollow the uh, the people who are closest to um, your ex, because you know if you've got they've got a best friend who they always go on a night out with, um, and you're friends with them because you've been in a relationship for so long, and they are going to be posting pictures of them on a night out or you know whatever it might be, then do you really want to be seeing that? Probably not, so you don't have to unfriend them, you know, but you, I would strongly recommend, recommend unfollowing that person so you don't have that content come up. And because you, know, you, you don't want anything coming along and spoiling any progress, you know, hitting any road bumps that you weren't expecting. So, you know, you can unfollow their friends as well just to kind of protect yourself from that. Don't judge yourself based on how they are doing. Through the grapevine, or maybe you have a slip up and you check up on their social media or whatever, you might see what something that's going on with your ex. Maybe you're seeing that they're seeing someone, maybe you hear that they're sleeping around, maybe they're out having fun, maybe they're feeling really sad, maybe they're playing songs on Spotify that you know you used to listen together. Now, whatever you see or hear about them, don't judge yourself based upon what they're doing. You have had a shared experience, but from entirely different perspectives. So, and as different people as well, you are going to respond differently. So anything that you see or hear about has no reflection and has nothing to do with you whatsoever. Look, this is not a competition about who can recover from the breakup quickest or anything like that. The only thing that's important in this situation is how well you are processing your feelings through this breakup. So no comparison to be made whatsoever with what your ex is doing, what you're hearing about, or anything of that nature, because it's just going to make you feel worse, and you do not need to feel any worse right now. As mentioned previously, cutting out all social media, cutting those ties entirely, and removing kind of anything but essential contact is going to be of massive benefit in regards to this. Although it's sad to say, you do not need to know what's going on in their life. Avoid comparisons with new partners. At some point in the future, maybe instantly, maybe somewhere down the line, your ex is likely to be with someone else. And it's very, very natural for you to then instantly compare yourself to that person. Now, as hard as this may be, you need to not do that. Whilst it is completely natural, it's also completely unhelpful. You are going to be looking at this new partner through your own lens of insecurities. So if you're someone who worries about their body, then you're going to be focusing on this person, other person's body, for example, and say, well, there you go. They've got a great body. This is, I look, oh, and then you're going to make yourself feel worse. Or let's say they haven't got a good body and you look at your body and go, oh my God, I've got this body which I think is horrible and they, their body is even worse than mine. So my body must be worse than theirs. And you're going to feel shit. More importantly, probably, is the fact that you've got no idea what is going on in your ex's head, what's going on in your ex's partner's new head, or anything about their relationship whatsoever. So anything you see or hear about or whatever could be complete bullshit. Or it could be the complete truth. 
but it doesn't actually matter. They're with someone new now, and that's their choice. That's who they've decided to be with. Why should it matter to you who your ex is with now? It's your ex's decision, not yours, and it has no bearing on you whatsoever. There is no comparison that you can make with an ex's new partner that's gonna make yourself feel better. This is especially the case if you still want to be with your ex. Because no matter what comparison you make, you end up being on the losing side where you're no longer with your ex. So what was the point of the comparison in the first place? Enjoy today's episode? Then give us a rating and hit subscribe. Head to gistcoaching.co.uk to read blogs, get in touch, or find out more about working directly with Chris to get your shit together. To follow us on social media, search for Gist Life Coaching.